What's going on? I'm excited. I'm excited too because I uh, am bringing on a guest and uh, I won't keep you long. His name is Marcus McKenzie and uh, he's been a longtime friend. We uh, went to elementary school together, Language Academy, and uh, you know, and seeing him evolve in so many ways. And 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 uh, I won't keep you here, Marcus. Welcome to the show. Yo yo, what's going on, guys? Marcus, of course, is one of the principals in an exciting streetwear label called Summer. Yes. And they had a they had a pop up uh, last Saturday night at Door Twenty Four, yes. um, my wife's wine shop, and I bought more streetwear, <laughs> and I got complimented on the street yesterday. Yeah, we got you fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I was wearing uh, I was wearing my summer shirt, and this young woman about your vintage, about your age, she walks up and she goes, "Whoa, you got a summer t shirt? How do you know about summer?" I said, "Um." Marcus is a friend of my son. And she goes, yeah, you're an old dude. Now you're busting down with a summer t-shirt. Oh my Quality God. streetwear. She gave me a bump and it's like, I felt like the coolest 62-year-old on Division man. Street. There you go. I, I love when that happens, man. Like It's oh, crazy God, it was marvelous. seeing it on the street. Yeah. It was marvelous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry, there's a fly there. I was fighting it. Um, Dude, so get it, getting all the way there, man, I mean, you've had such a journey creatively and, uh, you know, like even from high school, you know, doing doing music and, and uh, you know, doing skating and, and, and going, we got to talk about Killing Time. We'll get there. Yeah, but sure. I mean, you sure. going from there to, you know, to art school, you know, a little bit and then, you know, having having to work and grind there so you can get your projects done. And finally getting back to Chicago, and it sort of seems like it's coming full circle here with this, mm-hmm. with this, you know, brand. I, I don't like calling stuff brands when it feels like more than just a brand because it doesn't feel like, you know, when I think of brand now, I think of like Instagram, you're on the timeline and it's like, hey, this will look good for you. And it's just like, who is this Definitely. guy? What is this thing? It's, it, it's, it seems invasive, right? Definitely. But But you did establish that. And it's not, it's not like, you know, yeah, it is a brand, but it's also a brand that comes behind, like, you know, uh, with a solid foundation, you know, and like culture. I you like know, you did I, stuff. It wasn't like you just were like, I'm going to capitalize on uh, skateboarding yeah. and, and, and I, like hip hop and all that. It's like, like it comes that. from you. Yeah, I like how easily summer fits into the culture. Not you know, how, uh, how, you know, you wear one of those shirts or one of those hats or like my new cool tote. And it, it's a conversa- conversation starter between, you know, between yeah. people who may not have a whole lot in common. And, you know, I found that particularly at the pop-up, there were people my age, there were people your mm-hmm. age, there were people yeah. younger than us. And everybody had this marvelous, easy kind of exchange of ideas and conversation. And I think at its best, creative idioms help that thing happen. Definitely, man. Like... That's what we really were looking for. Like, I wanted something just for us, like, not just for one certain type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every piece, that's why I kind of like trying to put into it, like, okay, I know, like, this will go well with a lot of different people. It's right. not just for the mm-hmm. skateboarders. It's not just for, like, yeah. the younger guys. Like, I, I want it to be for everybody. Yeah, it, it yeah. Does, it does be a not, part of it. It does not scream streetwear. It does not scream skateboards. But absolutely, that that's kind of you know that, yeah, that's like, kind of your jam. That's why you know? I like the ladies' night tea, man, because I feel like yeah, there's like, I feel like it has yeah, it's that streetwear thing where you like kids our age wear it, whatever you know. But it's like adults wear that stuff too, and it's like going back to like that disco era, that throwback yeah. where it's like you know one night only, you know, yeah. it's ladies' it's, night, and it's just. Yeah. Man, it's got that warm vibe where adults can wear it, fucking young people can wear it. Because it's like music is not defined to one generation, man. And it's it's so cool to see these days, like, you know, we're we're going in these things like discos now and you're hearing seventies throwback music from DJs that are our age and shit. And people don't I feel like people didn't really understand that about us is like they tried to box us in in terms of like, oh, they like uh stuff that's like, you know, they like what was shit our age that they were like, oh yeah, they like that stuff. They like, uh, like they like Bam Margera. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. This is like, no, that it's, was just kind of like the surface, really. Yeah. Well, funny. I remember all the hell I caught for taking you and uh, like five of your delinquent friends 
to go see Jackass when you were like 11 or 12. <laughs> right, right. Somebody's that father hurt. called me and said, you know, that was wholly inappropriate. It's like, take your own kid to the it's, fucking movie. You right. know what I mean? It's funny, bro. I remember my mom took me to go see Joe Dirt when we were a little yeah. kid. Man. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, you remember the scene when like the dog, like balls got stuck to the porch or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, was, she grabbed me we're leaving right now. We're going to drag me out the theater, bro. Like, I was so You know, mad. that's a guilty yeah. pleasure of mine. When Joe Dirt comes on, I fucking watch it. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Oh my God. By the way, tomorrow no, but... I have a photo shoot and I'm going to wear my, my summer t shirt for it. Nice. Let's get it, man. Uh, yeah. it's, it's for Naperville Magazine because they're doing a big piece oh, about man. the museum show. But um, awesome, yeah, I'm going to wear, I'm going to rock my summer gear because yeah. I love people, you know, like a third of my age thinking I might actually be cool. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's like. <laughs> but, Ma- Max, you were, you were touching on a point no, yeah. with, with Marcus about about like older generations trying to put your generation into a category. I, I I do that all the time with newer music. And and when I listen to newer music, it's not rock. It's not country. It's not pop. It's, all of those things. Yeah. Right, right, right. We're sort of fleeting genres and we're sort of fleeting, uh, you know, certain uh, contemporary, not uh, st- like past styles where it's like, you know, I, I don't think you can go into a current high school, for example, and be like, those are the jocks and right. those are the, those no, are the burnouts. No, they, or those, like- those kind of class divisions and, and, and cliques, I think, have kind of all blended into each other. Right. And I, 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 I attribute a lot of it to hip hop, to rap, and then those places where it's conflated with rock and roll, where it's yeah. conflated with jazz, where it's conflated with blues. I mean, listen to Robert Glasper. Yeah. Oh you know, man, that's my that's who, my favorite. <laughs> my my you know, the kid who works for me turned me on to him. I yeah. would not He's awesome. I wouldn't have been able to readily access um that sound. But mm-hmm. honestly, it got me think you know, he has a podcast and he talks a lot about Miles Davis and Kind of Blue. Yeah. And it's like, that was the first jazz record I ever fell in love with. And I was yeah, like 16 right. or 17 years old, you know? Yeah, man. And um, yeah, I mean, there's this there's this wealth and, and democratization of musical idioms and, and exchanges right now. And, it, you know, boy, you guys are lucky for it. You people, know? Yeah, people are just being more acceptance to people, like to things like yeah. back in the day, like we're rapping hip hop too, like the big like hip hop heads, they they weren't having like oh anything God. but like, we need bars. We need you to be <laughs> rapping a certain type of way. Like yeah. that's how it used to be. But like, I don't know, something's changing where like everybody's just accepting like different. I think a lot of it's, you know, there's there's Usher, there's Drake, there's mm-hmm. uh, there are these guys who were kind of game changers because you know, you talk seriously to those guys, and as much as they love hip hop and rap, they also loved Sinatra. They yeah, also loved, you sure. know, Lou Rawls. Because um, that's Curtis where it comes Mayfield. from. That that's was really thoughtful, from. Dad. Wow, I didn't even know you had. It. Wow, wow. Honestly, that's, that, I mean, that's that's where... a really great comparison, Drake and Sinatra. There, absolutely. You're 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 uh, <laughs> Drake. Drake, you really impressed me. Drake, Drake is incredibly good at phrasing, which mm-hmm. is what. Frank Sinatra did beautifully. Mm-hmm. Him, Mel Torme, wow, Vic Damone. Kind of um, this is a great fucking <laughs> Johnny, draw right here. Dude. Johnny Hartman, the great Pittsburgh jazz singer. Who, <laughs> well, now you're going too far. No, 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 no wait a minute. Out, Johnny, Johnny Hartman was a guy that that Frank Sinatra and uh, Chet Baker, and um, he he was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, he, he had a song called "I Just Dropped By to Say Hello," and it's one of the most beautifully phrased. And put across songs, and he doesn't do anything. He doesn't go real high or real hard. It's uh, it's breezy and very jazz like. He he did a lot of recording with with John Coltrane with uh, with, with Miles, you know. Oh. Um, but uh, he was he was something. He was right. Something. So Marcus, how do you how do you take all those things and put it into summer? All these different influences, like they're talking about. So I mean, the meaning behind summer too is. Um, you know, growing growing up in Chicago, um, even just being from Chicago, summer is just something that's super sought after, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just mm-hmm. such an exciting time. And, you know, while you're growing up, 
in the summertime, that's that's the time where you get to experience the most because you're not in school. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to run around with your friends, make mistakes, make good choices. Uh, you know, you bad choices. That's for me. For yeah. me, like I spent so much time <laughs> making good choices. Like, you know, for me, it's like I met a lot of the people that I still have in my life at that time. Yeah, and like even just the way that I dress too, skateboarding. Like that's what we yeah. did all well, summer. Well, that's where, that's so, where Killing Time kind of came exactly. about too. And and um, I was I was amazed that at the pop-up that you guys have known each other since you were five years old and then there's a a core group of about 20 or 25 people and you all still know each other and you're all still friends you're all still in each other's lives yeah Yeah. i don't i I didn't have that experience a lot lot of people aren't like that what what about you i mean you still i i have i have a handful of friends that i've known for 30 40 years i mean you have Anne marie yeah, yeah, you I've guys go back since, fifty years. Yeah, since I was eleven. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I think I feel, well. I feel like with that too, like it goes back to the summer thing. Like yeah. we spent our whole summer together. We got to learn like who we actually yeah. are. Yeah, and we had other. we had meetup spots. You know, there was like they had skate parks and skate spots. Yeah. We had Alcott, like the you know this little For basketball, basketball and park stuff. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, there was. A lot more than just basketball going on. It was yeah, just something there was pot to smoking too. <laughs> well, you know, there was a bunch of stuff, but it, we don't need <laughs> to talk about it. Uh, uh, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, but uh, you know, I think what it was is is like it was just full of possibilities, and those were like I feel like every after every summer, personally, I'm always determined uh, to to do something. You know, whether it was going into the school. I remember when I would go to school in the beginning of the year, my grades would be so good. And I think it was because of the summer. I was like, I'm ready, man. I'm on a recharge. I'm all this. Yeah. And then by winter, they were just like, wah, wah, yeah, wah, whatever. Sure. But like what I, I guess like, so you, you start a lot of ideas in the summer. How, how do you guys just like come up with this idea to finally like put all your skate parts together and get the, get the, uh, the video and, and and the killing time thing together. Oh, like how we did that? Yeah, Man, was that just like, Casey obsessively we, editing? We talked no, because we talked about making that video for years. Yeah, we didn't have the name yet, but we like we were always like we got to make a video because we wanted like. We always looked up to the uprise guys. We're like, yeah. man, we want to get this out and have them see it and like be, have it play in the shop, which it did. So, so what this video? What's it? What is yeah, it? Yeah. So, so. I, yeah, let me explain that. They they made a skateboard video called Killing Time in like two thousand. Like it was over the summers of like 2006 to 2008. Is that? Yeah, yeah. And then there's like, there's like spliced in footage from like way back in the day, too. But it's a video that we premiered at my house. A good chunk of like CPS kids saw it. And it actually did really actually, uh, I mean, I know Marcus doesn't want to say it, but it really did because he's humble and he's, but it really did inspire a lot of people to do shit as a group and creatively and to like commit to things to to make these like creative events like killing time put so out it, it so was it's pretty a cool. cool it's I a sound, skate video yes, yes. Okay, that's, yeah. that's what i was that's looking in the for end of what it is but it, it comes it's with a lot so of much, other it's stuff more too. than that yeah. it's yeah, more than yeah. that yeah. it's like all the we we spent the whole summer every yeah. single day going out skateboarding filming the funny stuff yeah that yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just the whole lifestyle that summer. that summer it was and we just pieced like just pieced yeah. it together shout out casey ferrant it was an absolute together it was an absolute exercise in adolescent uh yeah. yeah yeah exactly it was the like last a, time doc, really it was a coming free, of age you know? doc really yeah. i mean it had so much more than than just skating too it was it was a lot of like there's a lot of hanging out and it wasn't just like oh look at us through hang it's like it it looked like everybody was having fun it wasn't just like we're here we're just sitting oh we're here smoking it's like no it's it was a lot more uh, like hijinks and stuff. Yeah, too. yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot better than that. A lot um, of music yeah. in it too. It's yeah. pretty cool. Well, there's yeah. always yeah. been a big marriage between film and skating. Oh, you know, yeah. uh, you know that's yeah. I, that goes back to the '80s and '90s. And mm-hmm. um, what, what's that? Mo- yeah. That skate movie, um, the Dog Boys and <laughs> the, what is it? Lords of the Dog Boys. Lords of Dogtown. Lords of Dogtown. Dogtown and Sea Boys. I love that movie too. Man. Uh, I've, I've watched it four or five times. I like Emil. Really I think Emil Hirsch is really good in it, and the guy who plays Tony Alva looks just like Tony Alva. But uh, I love that they find empty parts pools. in it. Yeah, that oh, was oh, yeah. empty pool. Mm-hmm. The doc, but the doc is the doc is a little more rich. Uh huh. 
The docu the dog uh is it Dogtown and Dogtown and Z Boys is yeah, the doc- Dogtown and Z-Boys. Lords of Dogtown is yeah. the movie, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The, Lords of Dogtown I thought was okay. The documentary yeah, I liked it, a lot. Yeah, the doc yeah, is, the, is so the Tony Hawk and yeah. stuff, right? The the documentary? No, Tony Hawk is um like the Bones Brigade uh kind of okay. kind of group. Yeah. But I that watched doc, a bunch that of doc when great he was too. a skate that guy. Was dope too. Yeah. Um, yeah, they go back earlier. They like that Dogtown and Z Boy starts in like the late seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Um so where can people see this? Is it like on YouTube or it was. It was yeah. It oh, was, it got yanked. It was on YouTube. I think it got yanked for probably the music, the music yeah. on it. Um yeah, we gotta get Casey on that. Uh put I that know, back up. Because <laughs> I lost I lost my DVD, truth be told. Or it's probably somewhere. Well, there are ways around. to get things up yeah, online. Yeah. There are ways yeah. to get around that. We, so you have, work on we that. have ways of doing things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I um, want to see this. Yeah, no, no it's, it's great. Um, it's always good to go back and look at it, too. I'm like, man, yeah. this was a good time. So do you feel like summer had its seeds in that? So it definitely did. Yeah. Um, there's there's a huge like story like of how like summer came about that I would I would love to tell oh, you guys too. Go, like, it's, it's funny because like I, like my mom doesn't even know the story, which she's probably gonna be pissed at me about. Okay, what's that okay well, but, good. She'll forgive you. She'll forgive you. She's your mom. Val. But like yeah. you kind of picked up on it. Like yeah. you're talking about like the earlier stuff of me moving to California, San Francisco mm-hmm. to be exact. Yeah. Uh, went to art school for a year. Dropped, Where did you go to art school? Uh, Academy of Art. In San Francisco, uh, and, yeah. yeah, okay. And, and so, fun fact, they like own more property. Yeah, the most in, property in, in San Francisco. Francisco yeah. Absolutely, that's crazy. Yeah. So did the San Francisco Art Institute for a long time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely. Insane. Yeah. So I went there for a year. Uh, dropped out of there. It was way too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> did photography, right? Um, so and I'm I, sure there's a lot of distractions. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Like was being freshman in a new year city, in San Francisco. Like, yeah, this is me and my like uh, my friend David. With your studying with, photography, with David Rodriguez, no photography over there. Yeah, still so, film. Um, no, all, just like like photo. Yeah, all digital. And then I started getting the film, uh, like film later. I'm doing that now for sure. But um, yeah, I did that. Um, then I had the option. I was like, okay, either I come back home and figure it out here. Or you know, I stay in California and see something new and figure it out. And not freeze my ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? yeah so you was, made the right decision because yeah, so. I did the I did the uh, the part where I went back to Chicago and yeah. you know what? It was a good. It was the perfect decision for me. But honestly, dude, if I was in San Francisco, I think things would have been different. No, I think for sure. Because it it's a different vibe. Being in LA. Santa Monica was like, oh my god. This is culture shock. Yeah. yeah. Without a car, too. That's, that's not the, oh. the way. Yeah, if do you it. don't have a car, you <laughs> but we had you're straight stuck. up. We had, we had Jack Waldman in that Honda <laughs> Civic that he would uh, yeah. Yeah. sometimes drive around. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, what about this story? It's going to freak <laughs> so, your mom out. Yeah, so, fa- uh, fast forward a little bit. Um, you picked out. You picked up on earlier, like I was doing music for a while. I was actually rapping. Um, made a pretty good strides with that like we yeah. opened up for freddie gibbs kendrick lamar like wow. a, a lot yeah. of like a lot of people like we were actually doing pretty well um then things went on fell off with a couple people right um stopped doing the music and living in san francisco it's so expensive that like you you have to be on grind mode all the time mm-hmm. so me being a young kid i'm just like man like I gotta. I just gotta work. I'm working. I'm working. It's like I work, come home, go to sleep, eat, go back to work. Like it's just a cycle. And I got into this, got into this weird cycle like that, and literally stopped doing everything creative because I was just trying to make it. Like I was in survival mode. Yeah. So right. I kind of, I kind of really got in like a dark place, and like I had to sh- kind of really figure it out. Like okay, how, like how do I get out of this? And I started realizing like. I need to I need to be I need to be creating. Like when I'm not creating, I'm not myself. Like that's what I figured I out. I know the feeling. Yeah, I hear like, you. If I like I wasn't skateboarding, which I've done since I was five years old, wasn't doing music, stopped photography, I stopped everything. So I was like, okay, let me figure this out. And I knew me going out skateboarding wasn't gonna be the fix. Like it needed to be something yeah. big. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've all had that yeah. that we we think like, oh yeah, I'm gonna skate again. Yeah, yeah. And you like, do that for a week and you're like yeah, no, like, no, I quit this for a reason. Yeah, right, like, I was old. Yeah, so it's like that was that wasn't the answer. I don't so, have a bruise proof ass. Yeah, that wasn't the answer. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay. I started thinking about. it. I was like, I've been. Yeah, I was doing like retail for a while. I worked for Saks Fifth Avenue and like Uniqlo for a couple of years. And I was like, okay, like I've always wanted to, you know, make my own brand. Like when I was little, I used to make like shirts. We make like the Killing Time shirts. 
Um, and you've always been like the man from back in the day. You'd always be like, nah, we're we're Star Trek crew. We're this yeah, crew. Yeah, and, like, and, and and you I always wanted a team. Like yeah, I just wanted a and, team. And, man. and like always like skate crews and yeah. like bands would influence you, man. You weren't like us. It was always the crews and the groups that influenced yeah, you, man. Exactly. I will say you're that. A, yeah. You're a born art director. Yeah. Is what it is. <laughs> and believe me, yeah. believe me, the world sunk without them. Uh, you know, no, I mean, any sure. business, you, Chris can tell you, film, um, yeah. movies, yeah. Uh, yeah. theater. Yeah. The, the art director determines the tone of something. And the tone of summer is so exquisitely optimistic appreciate and that, so man. exquisitely affirming. That I'm, you know, I'm thrilled I have five T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> I really appreciate the that, ideas man. are like endless. Well, really. I, I have to say, like, I wear trucker hats. Mm. I mean, you saw what I walked yeah, in. I and, see it, yeah. and what I really like about your hat is it's got the curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have this gigantic head and modern <laughs> gotta... flat brims i have i have one for those i have that hat and i I don't look like a penis yeah for those listening to the podcast i can confirm it's a big head (laughs) yeah between you and i who's got a bigger head i'm seven and five eights what are you i'm uh seven and three quarters seven seven and three quarters yeah yeah, he's gonna turn my hat on. Oh, but I love, I, I, I love that. I, yeah, love I appreciate that. you, man. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you one of those hats, Chris. You know, though, I'm the pinhead. I'm seven and one eighths. Yeah. <laughs> Skippy the pinhead here. So I, I, I love the hat. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. So you, so, you're, you're trying to break out yeah, of this yeah, cycle. Yeah. So yeah. break, yeah, breaking out of this. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start a brand. I'm gonna start making clothes. And so I remember I, I downloaded like Adobe Illustrator. I'm trying to work with this. And like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, like, this isn't moving fast enough. I was like, I need to like, I was like, I need to, I need to like see who I know that like is really like already in this. It's and not like you don't know any artists, Marcus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's why I started tapping this. So I'm like, okay. So, and one day, like I'm scrolling through Instagram and um, the homie Alex Kerkoulis, who is, um, my the graphic designer for summer right now. Yeah. Who, who, by the and way, long time is, is child, marvelously gifted. No, yeah, long time childhood Alex, uh, friend. Yeah, Alex is extremely, extremely good at what he does. Yeah, and shout out Alex Kukulis. I'm gonna be saying that name a lot through this. But, um, yeah. <laughs> But, Can um, you spell it? Because that's, <laughs> that's a tough name. That's a lot of syllables, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so we, uh, so I see like he posted something on Instagram, like he was doing like a letter a day, like doing like. Uh, like designing letters and he would post one uh-huh. each day. And I was like, man, this looks sick. And he I, loves type. That yeah, guy. Yeah, he, you know, I mean, he really so his, has a way with type. His it, background's graffiti. So he, uh, and he's extremely good at that as well. I love so. the font of the hat yeah, you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it almost reminds me of like sixties typography, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. It's like sixties typography hitting the head with a bat. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> That's tight. And I yeah. love the sun. I mean, I love that sunburst on it. I mean, it's yeah. really, it make, it makes me jealous. It makes me something that I, I wish I made. Uh, <laughs> well, you're you a part. You you're a part of it, man. That's what that's what I want. Yeah, I want everybody, yeah everybody's a part of this. We're, like, we're conspiring as yeah, we speak. Everybody's so. a part of this. Good. So, so you got inspired seeing his work. Yeah, on so, Instagram. So and I've known Alex since uh, like middle school, almost almost kind of as long as Fitz. He just like he just came around randomly because he was skateboarding and like he he was he Casey's just, neighbor. Casey yeah. is in the in the Killing Time crew. I've mentioned yeah. countless stories of him throughout this podcast, but um, yeah, he was like the he neighbor, the, yeah. and he was like, "Can I borrow this from Casey?" <laughs> Everything he did. I remember the first day he's like he wanted to borrow, but like I I remember being like, "Man, this guy wants to borrow everything," but I was like. But you know, he seems like a nice guy. I'll probably give yeah. it back or whatever. Yeah, he might. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I remember the ne- you know the next day, like you know, we skating. We were just back to it, skating with him, and like it was, it was cool, man. And then yeah. he would pop up after school ever since. He's yeah. long time buddy. Sure. Yeah. It's just amazing, and, just the the serendipity of you guys all growing up in the same place at the same time, that turned into associations that became brands and yeah. music and you know That's i mean your part, your, your generation was so much more creative than mine was yeah i was kind of an outlier it's kind of the only one right everybody i graduated high school with you know went to college mm-hmm. 
uh, took a job and, you know, then did went home like... and screamed at the fucking TV because <laughs> they were pissed off at the world. And So did most of your friends, like, just take the kind of traditional route? Of, yeah, like... they, didn't, they didn't ever ask why or challenge anything. And, you know, uh, what I like about you guys is y- you do that, you know, because it, it's going to be up to the millennials to unfuck the world that my generation fucked up. Or well, fucked well up. thing I appreciate about appreciate about you is like seeing you at a young age doing something that like most of our parents like they they were doing different. Like no, they, they, they had jobs. Yeah, they, they were had responsible. Yeah. Well, you were you were the you were the first person that we saw that was doing something that was outside the box, something that was artistic and that we wanted to do. And like, I don't think we realized it that much then, but like looking at it now, like you inspired us, bro. Like for real. Oh, like, thank you. Like man. for real, that's for a, real. That's lovely to hear. I mean, I remember when I had the studio on Damon, which is now, you know, my wife's wine shop. I remember, you know, kids from LaSalle, kids from yeah, Max New from Alcott. Whenever in the neighborhood, they'd always like pop in. It was like, it was always cool to see them. Yeah, and they were was... incredibly curious. curious. They asked incredibly great questions. And uh, my man Renee's here. He's going to take care of Huey. Hey. Um, but <laughs> I, I think that uh, uh, th- those associations you guys formed when you were, God, in, in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, all of a sudden. Those were started, like the crucial years, too, you just named right that's, there. You know what? And that's what you gotta, that's what you got to teach people. You know, we had Greg Busarath on. Yeah. Well, and he's, he's running these books that are aimed at kids in second grade and telling them, you know, it's okay to have those feelings. We all mm-hmm. have them. Exactly. We all can be uh, goji, you know? Yeah, right. we all exactly. can be, yeah. And Marcus could tell you, man, like we, as kids, like through LaSalle, like we were a lot sharper than like those adults walking through Old Town could pick oh, up Oh, absolutely. On. I thought I found that fascinating. Yeah. I remember the little weird little movies you guys used to make. Like the one <laughs> oh, no. with Ashkan in the box. <laughs> Tormenting the fucking guy at the Dunkin' Donuts. That was the greatest thing I ever saw. That was that was in that was in high school. But yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah, even worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or one, yeah. one time I, I spotted on YouTube my son giving a flying kick, kicking a snowman's head off. You know, it's like <laughs> right. Yeah, you guys had a, a fascination with documenting the things uh, in in your youth that kind of defined you. Yeah, right, no, definitely, definitely. You know, there's a whole cool jackass vibe to what what you, what you were creating. I well, love. Yeah, those. that was definitely an so marvelously smartass. Sure. You know, because <laughs> when we were when we were smartasses that age, that age, you know, we had nuns and Christian brothers. You know, slap the shit out of us. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, Max's parents and I suspect your parents encouraged it. You know. Yeah, I remember. I remember my dad. He went to. Uh, he went to De La Salle. Oh and, yeah, they um, beat the hell out of you. Dude, yeah, so. he said yeah. he remember like one kid like I failed. I can tell it. him a guy he had for for a uh, teacher, for a <laughs> brother Thomas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think yo, I think I remember saying yeah. that day too. Yeah, because uh, he, he 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 had to leave there and go to uh, Montini, where I went to high school. Uh, and he was a deeply unpleasant man. <laughs> oh wow! Let me just well, say wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Tell him, you, it was probably him that did this. Stuff. So yeah, I remember my dad said they were getting their tests back, and like yeah. um, one of the guys, he like he just knew he did bad on his test. He was like, "No, nah, I got to get out of here." Took his bag, starts running down the hall. He's running, and the guy, uh, the teacher grabs the paddle from the front, goes to the hallway, and just. Throws it down the hallway, cracks over his shoulder. I think he like broke like his oh collarbone or something, God. something yeah. crazy yeah. like that. They used to call that little paddle the yeah. Ollie. Yeah. You know how they got it to fly? They drilled holes in the motherfucker <laughs> so that it could be aerodynamic. No way. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's why they did that? Yeah. That's of course wild. they did. Because in Days to Confuse, they got the paddles for the like the hazing and they're drilling holes through it. Well, yeah, that's yeah. crazy to me. It, uh, it, it eliminates wind wow. resistance, you know? Yeah, man. I couldn't imagine being in those settings. I don't think, yeah. I don't think people is, like is us would have been good in those Your settings. father is a retired Chicago police officer. Yeah. He is like the coolest, most mellow lovely member of the cpd and i believe me i have met some you know? <laughs> yeah. i mean he's like the most chill guy i've ever met he's like the leo bascali of cops you know yeah, i mean man. yeah I, uh it's cool like i'm he used to tell me stories too like we need to see like he get a call that some kids were like skateboarding like right, on some yeah, property yeah, yeah. and he'd be like yo like just give it a couple tries and like you know just try and get out of here so yeah. like you know he wasn't like on it trying to kick him out no, no, because because cool. of us because of, you know Absolutely. he knew what it was yeah. like yeah. 
he, he, he walks up to him and he goes, okay, I got one of you at home. You know, yeah, right, exactly. 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 Yeah. I have yeah. to imagine, though, CPD's probably a little busy doing things other than scaring yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. right. kids off an but, empty exactly. lot. But the crazy thing, man, they used to they used to really threaten us back in the day. Like, yeah. I mean, like skating downtown, like yeah. saying they were going to kill us, like all types of stuff. Oh, oh like, a great like, many uh, of the most ill-tempered motherfuckers yeah, on the planet like, are on CPD. Well, yeah, you know? And those security guards are crazy, too. Like, they, those yeah. are those, they're Wannabes. They might be worse. They're worse. Right. I think they're worse too. Yeah, those they'll, are, those they'll are, go outside of what they can actually do. Yeah, those are cops who only got the spray and the stick. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, yeah, <laughs> they're rental cops. The they're, they're mall cops, yeah. right? <laughs> and they're always getting hurt, man. I, I every time I see a security guard kind of like trying to do something extra, he's always like falling and then like get, i remember outside the united center this that's when you take their stick this dude like <laughs> yeah this dude like took a purse and then the guy this poor guy is like trying to chase it down he's honorable effort but like the guy the thief like juked him and it was <laughs> sad i sad to say it was sort of comedic it was the guy the guy fell down he's like oh and he turned his ankle and um <laughs> They're always and out of shape. He, you know, he was, yeah, fat and, guys, yeah you it's know? sad to say he's holding his ankle. And you know that <laughs> there's this infamous family guy thing where he's going, yeah. ah, yeah. he's doing that the whole time. <laughs> and sadly, everybody is circled around him. Most of the people are like, is he okay? Like, whatever. And then one kid, this was right after a Bulls game, too. It was 2011. This kid just goes above him and goes, damn, you see that? The guy broke his ankles just like Derrick Rose. And then not only just said that, walked away. Like right out. Didn't stand yeah. to ask. Like, you okay, man? He just goes, damn. Broke his ankles. And then just yeah. left. Kind of like, and oh, it sucks to be The you. most pathetic part is it, the security guard, like the partner was like running. He was like, are you okay? And oh, the guy's like... I almost got him. And it was just so sad. It was what, just dude, so pathetic. Dude, what do you mean? They have partners? I guess there was a, you know, it, well, they, it's not just one guy watching the United Center. It's like, yeah, there's another guy. Oh, you mean all the rented cops? Yeah, that were like outside the the uh, the uh, arena. Dude, why are they there? You got real Chicago policemen there. Yeah, for I real. don't know. They were like gu- guiding traffic, uh, and I then go, and back. I'm saying they Guys. were got, they were going out of their bounds, and then we got. He, Twisted his ankle. <laughs> I got your back. I got my yeah. spray and my stick. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> so I don't want to get too far away, even though we might. But, dude, so back to, like, approaching yeah. Alex with this stuff, man. Was yeah. that nervous? Because it's like, how long had you seen him before? Because it, you know, it, was, it was years, man. But, yeah, I was, dude, I was at the point where I was like, I'm going to make this happen regardless. Right. So I wasn't scared of anything. Right. Like, I okay. was like, I need to, that, I need to get That's when you succeed. Yeah. When you decide, yeah. I see myself in this, yeah. and I'm not going to let anything stop me. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, so. when I see Alex, it's like, we pick up pretty easily, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, and that's, like from and that's square my, one. Yeah, that's my brother. Like, But, that, yeah, but yeah. I couldn't imagine being like, yo. You want to go into something together? Yeah, it's just like, it was, you know, yeah, it was a little random, but like, I was like, uh, oh, you but, mean, you mean like same, a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, it, 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 it makes it can it makes a lot of sense though. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sure it wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. Too I mean, crazy, it's it's, it's but, really a pretty seamless partnership. I mean, you yeah, guys, sure. you, you I, I I was noticing at the pop up, you guys can answer each, uh, you know, mm. uh, finish each other's sentences. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, <laughs> we uh, we spend a lot of time together, so I think that's like yeah. we just know. Man, we just having click. good creative partners, there's just there's nothing. Oh, it's gotta, it's gotta there's be, nothing yeah. for uh, better than that, and Definitely. there's nothing that succeeds more than that. No, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard when to find it with your friends too, man. I can so mm. name so many countless times where it's like, oh yeah, me and so and so. We're gonna be great doing this together, and it just doesn't pan out the way you totally wanted to. Yeah, exactly. it's so rare to actually find a friend that's like, "Oh yeah," and I click on this creative mm-hmm. level with them. Mm-hmm. It's got there's got to be like some power to that, like with having a friendship and uh, you know uh, a chemistry. Well, there. it's it's uh, called goodwill. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's when people have genuine goodwill for mm-hmm. each other, right? All kinds of possibilities, uh, creative and otherwise, present themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're on fire today, especially you know, when you I'm both... wide awake. I, <laughs> I had to do an hour and a half of radio, you know, kicking the shit out of Republicans. That was which, just pregame for this, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. which you know, I get. I'm on the uh, WCPT for an hour yeah. and a half every week. Oh wow! And so. I get to pound on Republicans. It's like getting paid. <laughs> there you it's go. It's like getting paid to kick Mitch McConnell in the balls. You know. <laughs> 
It's just the greatest thing in the world. I got to tune in. That sounds great. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. You know, I, I may wind up covering a shift, and I'd love to have you on. Man, I would love to. Because, uh, I honestly, I think I think summer is, like, positive, life-affirming, and mm-hmm. uh, just something, you know, I, I saw it and immediately thought, A, I want all this stuff to wear, and B, I want to be part of it somehow. Yeah. You are. You already are, man. Thank you. <laughs> you already are. Right. So, man. So, with the... Uh, I'll, I'll speed up this yeah, story. No, so. no, go take your take your <laughs> sorry, time. Right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, keep, yeah, it's so good. We yeah, keep getting wait, on. I, we yeah. haven't got we're, the, we're, <laughs> we're the ADHD brothers. You know, no, I'll, I'll take his mic away. Um, no, no, you're good. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So uh, fast forward. Um, Talk to Alex. He's super gravitated to it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I gave him kind of like the idea, the name of it, um, what I was trying to do. He's like, let's go, let's do it, and. Summer was not called Summer at first. It was called Me, M-E. That's what I was going to really? name the brand. Hmm. And it was just based off of just like everything I wanted to put out. I wanted it to be less a piece of myself. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm going to call it Me. Cool. That was the original idea. We cooked up like three shirts, a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Everything looked super good. And I was like, all right, let's go. And we got in touch with the, uh, our homie that prints for us now. And um, I got I get my invoice. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm looking at the numbers like... I'm broke, but like I'm gonna get this money somehow. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna get this. And I remember like I sat on like I had two pairs of shoes in my closet that I've been waiting to just sell for something like this. Yeah. Oh I think man, it was, <laughs> did you sell your Jays? Yeah. So I sold. Oh, I had the the off white, the UNC oh, Jordan ones. Oh man, yeah, those uh, are those are and then those my, are good. Then I think no, it was no, like no. For, for Tar Heels, University of North Carolina. Yeah, those ones. Yeah. Oh, so dude. I, I sold those, and then I sold this like Travis Scott Jordan I didn't really want. So were, wait, were they the fours? The fours. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know that sneakers app, bro. I was so they said I got it, and then they, they did the little yeah. you didn't get it. I was like, come on, dude. Yeah. I was doing that kind of for the resale yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I was just holding have on. You, to Max, have you ever sold any of your shoes? I mean, you got like he's he's a pack rat. I've he's sold hundreds of pairs. Yeah. Of I've done it before, yeah, but um. How like, much do you get? I always feel weird when I do it. Um, I off the off whites. I think I sold those for. I got. I sold it for really low because I sold too fast. But I think I got like two two thousand something off it. Which holy right now, shit! Watch now, you can get way more than now, that. Like, now. Now it's two thousand dollars for that, sneakers. That, that's like I got ripped off pretty much fuck now. Me, like, I'm in the wrong no, business, dude. Man. Dude. Those I'm telling probably, you now, man, they're crazy now. Like, you know, and like when we were doing stuff. We got to do a speaker. <laughs> so like in 2017, speaker. they were like, okay, they're getting up there. But like they were still somewhat affordable. You know what I'm saying? And then like 2020 hit. It's like these kids are scamming. Like these kids are buying all the shoes and then they're selling it. And then they're making more money than us. Yeah. And they're 13. Yeah, no, Welcome to capitalism. And they're sitting in Lamborghinis just yeah. waiting to turn 16 to drive them. No, for sure. I, I, you know, when I think of summer, I, I think of these like kind of pretender uh, things out there. Like the guy who did the MCA show painted everything orange, uh, mm. Ablo. Yeah. Mm. Good name for him, Blows. <laughs> and, then, no. uh, <laughs> and then there's this silly uh, brand that is being taken seriously as, uh, as, as fine art cause, yeah. K-A-W-S. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't give you a nickel for oh either one God, of them. Oh, He's dissing the... He's dissing some oh, good... <laughs> Cause is a good guy, I yeah, think. Yeah, you know... Is he? I'll, I'll argue with you on that one. I, I don't I like, like his artwork. I, like I just... I, I think it's... I, I think it's looted. I think he's, he's taking <laughs> lots of stuff from, you know, from uh, underground comics and kind mm. of... Yeah. Just changing it just a hair, you know. I feel you. I, but dude, someone tell, tell me what's good about cause. Someone could someone could someone could just do that about you with the not doing any work, just seeing something and be like, Well, well he got that from, you know, this I guess you and got, that. You gotta look at every oh, everything's you know, pulled that, from that, some that'd be yeah. hard to prove. It'd be hard know? to prove, but you know, also look mm-hmm. into his work a little more. Maybe he's got something okay, else you but, like. You know, um, Wait, Marcus had a point. What sorry, sorry. My no, work's not nearly yeah, as derivative as, as that guy's. I mean, it's just like everything's pulled from something, man. Like, you know, Absolutely. that's how I look, yeah. at, hey, that's how I I look at it. I mean, it gets weird once it's like it's too much is pulled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah know? thank you. Yeah. And that's, that's what I found <laughs> I guess that's that what you're trying you know? to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, As for the Virgil, I like some of the off-white stuff he's done. And I like some of the the work you know, it does not rise to the level yeah. of a show at the Museum of Contemporary Art. I'm sorry. I you didn't get to think... catch the show. I didn't... Yeah, I never saw it. 
Nor did I. Yeah. So I then pic- how do you know? Because I saw a bunch mm-hmm. of pictures of it, and I thought, boy, this really blows. <laughs> this blows. I so, wouldn't give yeah. you a nickel for this. Huh? Mark, Marcus, how did you... Right. So you I'd went to go sell crack. That's, that's fair. <laughs> you're, okay. getting, you're getting ready to print the yeah, me so, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and what happened? So I get the invoice, and I sold the shoes. I was like, I still need more money. And I'm like, I'm at the, I'm at the house, like making like a whole PowerPoint to present to my uncle to try and get him to invest in this brand, right? My girl's helping me, and uh, I finished that. And I'm, my girl like asked me, like, I think she wanted a drink from the liquor store across the street. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go across the street get that. And uh, it's raining outside. Throw my jacket on, put my hood on, and uh, get to the crosswalk, get the walk sign, take two steps in the street, boom, I get hit by a car. Holy like, shit. Like bad, like in the air, shoes fly off. And I remember being in the air and I'm like, all right, either I just got shot or I got hit by a car. Yeah. And I finally just hit the ground. I'm like, damn, I got hit by a car. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, and I pop up because cars are coming. I pop up, I'm yeah. getting out the street. Luckily, the dude stops. Um, I had the ambulance came to get me. I had to go to the ER. Luckily, I didn't break anything, but like yeah, I, dis- I dislocated crazy. my shoulder and I had this cr- like a huge gash in my knee. So this happens and um, I'm looking and um, basically like my medical, I got hella medical bills. So I'm like, all this money I got right here, now I gotta pay, I gotta pay these bills off. So mm. it put this whole, the whole me thing on hiatus for maybe like a year. Like now I'm- Was I'm, this still in San Francisco? This is still in San Francisco, oh, shit, yeah. Man. So this whole thing happens. And it's a blessing in disguise because, like, it gave me a really long time to just figure out exactly what I wanted, where I want to take the brand, this and that. And, like, as you guys can see, ultimately, I changed the name because I was just thinking about it. I was like, man, I don't want to do this, and I want, I want to change it up. And I'm glad I did because right. there's a there's a this super really this really good lady. Her name's Melanie uh, Asani, I think. And she has like a clothing brand, and she uses me as her as a clothing. Line. I was like, oh, man, wow. I'm glad I didn't do this because like I would have had to change it regardless. Any it would have turned into right. a copyright yeah, right. infringement. Yeah, it would have just yeah. been terrible. So I was like, damn, okay, no, scratched it. Um, I was gonna say I was gonna be surprised if it hadn't been used already, but I guess yeah. I, I feel the same way about summer. Yeah. Nobody's used that before. Yeah. Huh? yeah. No. So good for you. You yeah. guys copyrighted the name. Yeah, we got. Yeah, yeah, we got everything. We can't done. copyright a word. Yeah, we got it. We run under uh, summer three six five, so that's why you see on okay. the yeah. on the hat we got the three six five on the side. Um, so that happens. I get about a year to you know start cooking up new designs of Alex. I tell him that my new idea, new brand. And um, yeah, man, that's how summer really like basically the the idea. I mean, like I told you guys, the idea around summer. I was thinking about. It, I was like, you know, what what like what was my happiest times that I yeah. had? I was like, you know, I started thinking about it because I was when I was trying to make this, I was trying to get out of a dark place. Yeah, yeah. And like I started thinking about, it, I'm like, man, everything I've done that was like cool or like I loved or the people that I love, like it all happened in the summertime. Yeah. I was like. I'm gonna call it something. I was like, I just, I just jumped on it. Good idea. And um, man, like we, we just been cooking up since ever since. Now, is it, when was your first big drop of uh, of apparel? We uh, you gave me that gorgeous shirt. That yeah, yeah, that juke. was yeah. <laughs> so we had one before that. That was when we did that yellow hoodie. Yeah, um, that you got. Um, of which I now have. Yeah, one. yeah. I, I made sure you got that. Um, that I was had it before. Yeah, we started the first drop was the beginning of this year, January first. That was the first thing we put yeah. out. We wanted to start the year out with just something mm-hmm. brand new. And yeah, yeah, man. Uh, the hoodie is really comfortable. So, like, so not coming from Marcus, who who sells this stuff. I can tell you, who, and I'm not gonna lie because he's my friend, or maybe I am, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> the the hoodie is really fucking comfortable. Oh, that's, that's a why lie, you're know. lying. So that's, lying. That's, why, do you not, think I, why do you I'm, think I wear hoodies so I'm gonna, often? I'm going to put one on Chris. Um, <laughs> but uh, No, and the print is quality. It's not like, man, I hate getting like a t-shirt, man, sometimes like bad. a novelty one even, and you'll be like, what the fuck is this print? This is this is so fucking cheap. shitty. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes, man, and I know I knew this wasn't going to be the case, but like sometimes you'll get it from like a computer, and you'll be like, "Whoa!" You could see the yeah. pixels sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh shit! Or when you crazy. buy when you buy those um, ones that uh, on Facebook that for old baseball oh, teams and shit like that, they mm. look cool. Then you get them. And they, they look, look like, like the dog pictures. shit. Yeah. 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 Look like and the they're itch- and they're itchy and scratchy. I <laughs> yeah. 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 
so so where where can people find your clothing like where where can they get um it? we're selling all online uh www.summer-chicago.com uh instagram summer.chicago find it through there too but um okay. yeah we're what, operating what's all... that what's that link again mark <laughs> www.summer-chicago.com check us out max yeah. that's www.summer-chicago.com <laughs> Yeah, man. So, yeah. Wow. So we're broadcast professionals, Chris. I'll I, have you know that. Uh, I see that. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. So you did a pop up um, yeah. at the wine store. Mm. Very cool. Door 24. Door yeah. 24. Mm. Um, pop ups seem to be. I'm seeing it with restaurants all the time. Absolutely, I'm seeing man. it with um, art, you know artistic endeavors for you know a little gallery show. And They're a, not going to go space. away. Pop ups yeah. are a, a yeah. pretty successful business model at this oh, point. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. do you do you see yourself doing more of those to promote the brand? Definitely, man. Like the first time I ever seen a pop up was in California, San Francisco. They do it all the time. Like it's everywhere for everything. I and, want um, one for summer at at the dime and tf projects let's do it i'm on it yeah man um it definitely that experience um it showed me a lot and it it helped a lot as well like going into it i didn't know what to expect because this was the first time we did a pop-up right um, you know we're brand new and like i just in my head i was like i just don't want to i don't want to uh yeah. upset michelle like i just yeah. want to make sure oh, i get people in here like man. that's she what was like, so I was like, thrilled <laughs> man she was so thrilled yeah. i think the better oh absolutely it was yeah. and you know yeah. what Everybody that is a habitual of her store loved all the stuff that you guys brought. That's I mean, awesome. it became well. That's why I think pop ups but, are the yeah. best. They yeah, you know, like, collide two worlds there, exactly. and yeah. it's you know if if it matches, you know if, it, they, if it's they a don't good collide, mix, son, they commingle. Oh, commingle. <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Was I was a, almost going to say clash. I was like, that's not the word. I was like, but collide, no. could, I was like, yeah. collide, you could still get some, you know, well, in that, there. But that the, was clash is, <laughs> the clash is the only band that matters. Yeah. That was the True. that was the most beautiful we, part know, about we can, it. We can debate that one podcast. We will. It, it was like it was like our people, the wine shots people, and uh, and then the, our DJs and a whole uh, bunch a billion of artists. Young. A billion yeah, young. Billy Young. We had DJ. By the way, that those guys were great. They snapped. I, I they wanna, snapped. Yeah, they've I, been doing it for a very long time. Yeah. I I want to put them into something at my museum oh, show. Definitely, because they should spin the museum show. They honestly should. I I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But, yeah, um, but everybody just came together, man. It was just it was a good summer night. Like that's yeah, that's yeah, what I wanted. Man, you like, know what? It was a summer it, night. The, the, <laughs> wor- the world's aligned that yeah, night. It, nah, was, it was it was perfect. You know what? Yeah. And yeah. Promise me that that as this goes on, as summer grows as a brand and you do other stuff. Promise me you'll come back. Man, of course. <laughs> Don't forget about <laughs> okay, us. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, we all Tony together. Tony who? <laughs> Max who? Right, right. Well, no, no way, it's, it's It's funny, man, because you talk about, we talk about skateboarding. We talked about the dog town. I always kind of, you know, viewed yourself as somewhat of like a Stacy Peralta type figure, you know, like where you're like, you've done your thing. You're, you're an artist, you know, you've done a lot of damage in the eighties and nineties. And now you're kind of, you know, looking out for young talent and sort of, you know, trying to give back. I thought, I thought that was what uh, his brand was all about and whatever. I, I think, I think skating kind of falls in line with that. I think the arts fall in line with you that have, as well. You have to do that but, because yeah, um, Unfortunately, uh, and and this is an imperfect world, and particularly in the arts and in creativity, and even in your business, um, sometimes things become culturally private property. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, you know, kid, the kids who love Michael Jordan the most couldn't no longer afford the sneakers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, people who need to see art the most are often. You know, I can't pay $24 to get into the museum or 16 right. to get into the other museum. Right. Um, that's that's the importance of, of being, uh, y- you know, somebody culturally who holds a hand out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. There's a reason I have two galleries and we don't take any percentage. A, everybody who ever shows with us, I learn from. You know, I mean, the greatest thing that's ever happened to me is... You know, being Max and Gabby's father and getting to know their friends. And 
you know, when you get to my age, all the stuff that you know gets hardened into dogma. Mm-hmm. And what, what you find out is that your learning experience, you should be a perpetual student. It should no, be fluid. Sure. It, it should, um, and it should be amenable to the idea of changing your mind. Exactly. You know, there's things I believed 20 years ago that horrify me now. Yeah. And it's because I've had a lot of people younger than me kind of chopping up the world as they see it because the world changes. And it went into hyperspace once the internet came along, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm, in some ways I'm still playing catch-up ball. But um, <laughs> that's a, It's a but, good thing, though, that you're, you're still tapped in with, like, the younger, quote-unquote, oh, people. because be. you got Yeah, because, yeah, like you, you know? said, the world changes and, like, you all you always can learn something, man. You like, know, Chris's wife, Yulia. I mean, I learned more about drawing, watching the things she made. I'm like, well, I'm pretty good at this, but Jesus, she's she's next world level. I mean, so it's like, yeah, it continues that experience, and uh, um, you know, that's what I hope to kind of foster into the world. You know, yeah. so. Um, so it's thanks a, for helping us do that. Man, you know? no, yeah. I, I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Like it's a it kind of reminds me of I remember I was watching some Pharrell interview and he was like saying like you gotta stop holding the keys. Like yeah. so many people wanna just like they say they're about the culture. I got a but, like, pair of Pharrell shoes upstairs. <laughs> there you they're go. bright yellow. <laughs> they're bright yellow. I bought them at St. Alfred's. Yeah, for real. <laughs> there yeah, you go. I, yeah, I walk around, you know what? And I was in the Taco Bell. Yeah. And this young guy comes out and he goes, those are Pharrells. I said, yes, they are. Yes, they are. It's in the taco. They're too, they're too tight for my feet, but I look so goddamn good. What, 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 what's the quote? What's the quote? Well, I want to yeah, leave it. Well, he was, yeah, he was just saying, like, you know, you got to stop holding the keys. Like, everybody says they want to be about the culture, but if you're not if you're not helping people out and, you know, given your knowledge that you've learned, you can't be about the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always there's always room for everybody. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? There's room for everybody and everything. Absolutely. And, you know, you just got to, you got to give your knowledge out. What you learn, you got to keep passing on. And that's, you know, that's how I feel about this. So, On that note, that's perfectly said. Kid, take us out. Marcus, my longtime friend, my closest <laughs> friend you. to get on this podcast. Hey. You know, so thank you, man, for doing this. I appreciate this. you guys. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously, summer's making noise uh and big is time. obviously yeah, we, got, we got some got some big things it's, going on yeah, in this yeah, room. yeah we have yeah, a collaboration yeah, coming up the sun has just let's not, let's not risen, too much you know? <laughs> we're not oh, gonna yeah. tell them too much no, yeah no yeah on on but yeah all things aside congratulations and, and yeah, thank you for coming here and, man, and, appreciate and you guys. talking about this appreciate you guys so much man thank you <laughs> Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 94th episode. Sponsored by Forbidden Root. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1647 West Chicago Avenue. Shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Don't forget to check out TF Projects and The Dime at 1513 Northwestern. Yes, that's 1513 Northwestern. And yes, TF Projects is a fairly new thing with all of Tony's work. You should check it out. It looks beautiful. If you would like to catch up on any old episodes or ask us some questions that we might be able to answer, go to themaxandtonyshow.com. Themaxandtonyshow.com. And you can go there for our next week's episode, which will be episode 95. Ooh.